Let's go for it. Okay, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about several different things today. Number one, Dream for All is back. If you may have experienced of it last year or may have heard of it, it's a basically a, a down payment assistant program. But we're gonna talk about the details of it and whether you should be waiting for this or not to potentially get to buying a house much earlier or if it's not gonna be a suitable option for you. I'm gonna be doing a longer form video of this. That'll be released probably on Monday, but uh, it's something that is worth considering. eBay just laid off another thousand, thousand roles, another thousand jobs. We're gonna talk about that. And is this the first of many to come? We're gonna, I, I have many comments about that too. Next, mortgage demand up as rates drop. So for many of you, you may have noticed that rates have dropped quite a bit throughout the last few months. So you're gonna hear conflicting stories. You're gonna have less jobs, but the people that have their jobs are gonna have a much better purchasing power. And you have seen from the stock side of things that things have done very, very well. Next, San Mateo County vows to protect workers from losing jobs to AI. The city and the and the counties and the state and the federal government can do a lot of things here. That's going to be interesting to, to see. And last but not least, we're going to wrap up with two things about lo two local things about the Bay. There's the Yelp's top 100 places to eat in the Bay Area. And this Bay Area city is the surprising number two coffee spot in the entire country. It's now San Francisco, by the way. Okay, let's go for it. So let's talk first about the Dream for All program. So the Dream for All program is was a very, very popular program. Why? High level, it's a down payment assistant program for first time California home buyers. And last year they had $300 million to, to use and people can borrow up to 20% down, which is a maximum of $150,000. As you can imagine, this went by quickly. How much does it take for this to be depleted? It took basically about eight days to get this completely exhausted. So there was no more money. Now this year it is back. And what are, what are they doing differently? They are announcing a little bit less money to use, $250 million. However, they are doing it by lottery. Now, I like it on both ends because on one end, this time around, people can know somewhat earlier whether they're going to be eligible for this or not and not have the hopes of this occurring. Number two, the, the, the number two, the downside though, to be fair of this is that there, it's not a lottery based off of just the entire population of California. They're actually going to segment by areas. So for example, the Bay Area has 7 million people. So they're gonna allocate a certain amount for that versus like LA County has X amount of people. They're gonna allocate different different uh, quantities for that. So when I did the math in the Bay Area, you should be pretty happy if we can get 300 people out of this allotment of 1,700 to 2,000 people that will be able to buy a, a, buy a home with this program. So not good odds. But to be fair, if you don't if you don't mind this and this is this is this can accelerate you buying a place, then it's worth doing. Now, high level, what is this program? Basically, they're allowing you. To, the government is going to be basically doing a co-sharing with you, so you, they will allow you to borrow up to one hundred fifty thousand dollars or twenty percent. 
you cannot make up to a certain amount. So I think it's like in the Bay Area under like $280,000 or so. And this basically allows those that don't have that down payment, but potentially income, or you don't have the, you have the interest to use your funds to get into a home earlier. Now, what's the catch and how does this work? You will need to repay this amount when you either refinance. So keep that in mind, refinancing, especially when rates are what they are, there's a good chance you may want to refinance. You have to pay back the entire amount when you refinance or if you sell your place. Now, how much you get back? You give back that 20% of the principal and there is no interest on it, but you pay back 20% of the gross profits. Not the not what you get back left or the net profits, the gross profits. And there's many different good examples online that explain how this works. And uh, but like I said, if for those that don't have the ability or don't have the money saved or want to put something more down, this is a great option for them. However, your odds are going to be very very small. Now the the difference of this time is. They're going to allow you to get all the things that you need to be done in advance and have it submitted in the beginning of April. And then I would guess probably by the end of April, they'll announce their winners. And then those people have the peace of mind knowing that they have it to now start making their appropriate bids to try to deplete those funds. Now, my wife is a mortgage broker. She is a certified lender when it comes to this. So whether you're thinking about this program, a regular loan, a refinance, a cash out, she can help with all of those. So just send me a DM. My contact details are below and we can certainly help you with that. But this is a, so this is a, a new thing again. A lot of people got excited from it last year. And to be fair, if you watch my previous video, it's, uh, I have very mixed feelings about this. And the reason why I have mixed feelings about this is I hate it when there's programs in place that just get your hopes up. And because of what it, what gets your hopes up because of the premise of it, but because it's so tiny that it's almost better that you didn't get it. It's kind of like, let me say, uh, there's, this, there's this one recent uh, event that happened of Applebee's. Now, it's not the same comparison, but a similar idea. Applebee's kind of play this marketing game. I think if you pay like 120 bucks, for, you get a year of date night from Monday night up to like 30 bucks per meal. Well, that was a no-brainer, very easily from a math perspective. So a lot of people are like, Oh, let's go get it. Let's go get it. And then ultimately, I think their website crashed and then they have all these other other things to try to get you promote, like catfishing you to then try to go to Applebee's to do to get your food. So this is a similar idea, right? Like it's so such an attractive option for a lot of people, but because it's so small and uh, like some people may get in the spirit of buying it and then they may quickly drop out and it just doesn't work for them. So that's the downside about this program. And um, I mean, if you can get it, great, but uh, it's certainly not for everybody, especially if you're at a, a higher price range than what we have in the Bay or if you make a certain amount of money, but it's a good option. And if, for those that have been on the fence, if you still are on the fence, it's worth a shot and we can help you assist with that. And But be mindful, there are many other widely available options that don't have this claw back later on whether it's 5% down, 3.5% down FHA, 10% down. There's lots of lots of options. So you don't have to feel like this is the only opportunity you have to be able to buy a place. There are many paths for that. Now, let's talk about some job announcements or job, in this case, layoffs. eBay announces roughly 1,000 job cuts, which is equivalent to about 9% of eBay's full-time employees. 
in addition, the San Jose-based company plans to decrease the number of contracts within its alternate workforce. This is going to continue to happen, in my opinion, for a lot of companies. And it has a lot of reasons. It's not just because of uh, they're not growing as quickly, but to be fair, it's also because, quite frankly, with the with AI, whether you're using Copilot or you're using ChatGPT, like everybody should theoretically be a lot more efficient and effective. So unless a company is still growing quickly, the or it's a new company, there is way less of a need for the same amount of people to do, especially a similar amount of revenue. When I looked at eBay's finances, the revenue was not good. It's been relatively flat. And so because of that, it's time to just cut off a good amount of people because they're not really growing their top line. There's not much real opportunity growth. So if that's the case, you can lay off people. And especially with AI and these different tools that allows everybody to be more productive, this is going to continue to happen. So don't be surprised that you're going to see big layoffs occur. And big, I'm talking about like 10, 15, 20% at a time. Like it's big on one end. At the same time, it's still 80% of people still working in these companies. And we're going to talk about that a lot because you as a buyer or seller may be thinking about, I have a chance of getting laid off. Should I buy a place? On the other end, there's a different story here. Mortgage demand, as you can see, is up significantly already in January because rates have dropped significantly. So it's always going to be in this mixed bag, right? And this is always the case, which is the only reason why inflation has cooled down is because things have softened. Now, if things have softened, then companies have to make their changes to accommodate for a softening market. But because it's a softening market on one end, it's going to lower what the Fed is trying to do of increasing rates, but also help those that have the ability to buy. So that's the impact that it has. At the same time, because of that, you also have the stock market hitting all-time record highs, which for many people in the Bay, especially those in tech, a lot of your liquidity and money is in the stock market. So then you have more money to spend. So both things are true. You're going to see lots of layoffs that will occur, like 10% rifts. That's not unusual right now, for, especially for big companies. There's so much over, like just so much over bloatedness of a lot of these companies. At the same time, those that have the confidence, and there's many that do because a lot of people have been waiting on the fence for many, many years, are using this as an opportunity to then buy. So how do you prove upon this? And how do I prove upon it? Very simple. Just go to any single open house that hits this first weekend and just stay there for 15 minutes. Every single open house will be busy because there's a lot of people that are on the fence in the past. Now this is their opportunity because of really good um, interest rates relative to before, but also of the stock market. So these are things, both stories are, are true. So the way you really want to think about it and the suggestion is have reserves. Right? Like, I don't know when the day may come for yourself or for your company, but at the same time, that may not come. And your, your goals and, your, and what you want to do next continues to still happen. And so as long as you have ample reserves, which is whether it's six months or a year of not working, people can still be buying and can still be doing well. Now, if you're uncertain, another, if you're uncertain, and to be fair, you should be conserving money like crazy, like not going to spend a lot of money, accumulating a bigger down payment, because if it really does go the reverse way, 
this could be a really good opportunity to eventually buy a place if there is more distress, if that ever happens. So those are the strategies and the game plans that people are having, whether you're a buyer, if you're a seller, I'm afraid this is a little bit challenging because if they sell it, they've always needed to find a replacement property. But if they can't um, qualify for a mortgage or they can't buy a place, then that's also a different matter. So we'll, we'll see how that occurs. But I would say in general, because the rates have been lower so far this year, and we're probably going to see some uh, further improvements that we will likely see more sellers that will hit the market. But I will guess, and we're going to release the report in about two weeks on the January figures, and you're going to see a lot more buyers, which means the increase in price. A lot of the stuff that you will see right now that are pending will show higher than homes that have sold in the past. I've made at least six offers. At least this month, we got like six or seven people in contract in January alone. So we've seen it all and we've seen what it takes to win. We've seen our bids, what they lost for relative to others because we're very data driven. But those are the things that will help educate you about the realities of the market and and even regards of all these different headline articles, what to expect. Now, San Mateo County vows to protect workers from losing jobs to AI. I mean, this is what I really, quite frankly, don't like about the government because they're so, like it's so hard to lose your job. So who's the losers of this? Like, think about this. If you, if your job is no longer needed, it could have just been a benefit to the community. You could have done other things with that money. Maybe taxpayers could just pay less. But instead, they're just like, look, I don't care how efficient things can be when it comes to AI. We're just going to reallocate those people, even though they may not even care to learn about things to be more productive. So what's really annoying about this is they're just protecting they're just protecting the number of employees versus upskilling them and trying to help them be more productive and overall help the people be more productive. They're just basically continuing to drain money and not necessarily do things any better. So this is something that I absolutely despise. Get, leave your comments below. Like, what do you think about this? Is it fair that companies that are enterprise companies can be more efficient, be more lean, make more money because they actually have to focus a little bit more on the bottom line versus people that, quite frankly, a lot of them have already been super outdated and they're just going to be even more outdated and not actually improve things? Leave in the comments below with what you think about this. Now, every year, Yelp announces the top 100 places to eat in 2024. And one of the winners of the, uh, there's several winners of this year. Many I have not been to, but I always like to use this as some of the places I, I want to go visit, especially some of these places that uh, have become so popular. So this is a great opportunity to go visit some of these places. Now, these places will be a lot busier because there will be people like myself that will say, look, I've heard of it. It's time to go for it. So Ma Masra and San Bruno, they're ranked coming in at number 23. Ocean Indian Cuisine is a lone SF spot. Indian Nepalese Himalayan on Giri. Wow. Life-changing by some Yelters on the list. Check that out. Guso Latin Fusion in Hillsburg. Much ado about pizza. Wow, I always like pizza spots. So this will be an interesting place. Maybe I'll have to visit it sometime in the next couple of weeks. In Kiri Hiruga in Berlingame. I've actually been to this place. It is very, 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 very rare to find good um, pork tonkatsu with curry. Like it's very, very hard. Uh, even, yeah, there is just so few places in, not just the Bay, but across the country that can serve this well. 
So definitely that is a must go. I think they also had another, I think they had like another place, not in Burlingame, but another place maybe in the South Bay that all has opened up maybe in the last year. But definitely go to this. Really, really good. Tonkatsu, pork cutlet. Um, nothing compared to Japan per se, but it's pretty close. Like, uh, it's pretty close. And this is really, really hard to do. So hopefully you'll be able to enjoy any of these places. Last but not least, this Bay Area city is the surprising number two coffee spot in the U.S. Who knew San Jose residents were so highly caffeinated and, to be fair, appreciate a good coffee, a good latte, a good cappuccino. I, I never I never really thought of this too much until, until now because of this post. Because I knew San Jose has a lot of coffee shops. And there's several reasons behind that. One... Most of San Jose is one in tech. Uh, they're generally a older demographic. So maybe they're like, I'm so sleep deprived. I need to go get some, uh, some specialty coffee. And because there's a lot of land throughout and a lot of commercial plazas, like you're able to put a good amount of these coffee shops throughout. Like you don't have to just go to a Starbucks or a Pete's. They can also in include some of these more niche players. So, for example, Voyager has a few throughout the bay. Uh, certainly, you have Phil's, which is always a good choice. You have you have a lot of that. I haven't been to this one, Nirvana Soul. So, I haven't heard of that. Um, but people said some different th good things about it. Uh, as I mentioned, Voyager, I've been to a few of those. There's always a good vibe in there. The shops itself are very clean and uh, lively. Like A lot of people do their do homework, do their work in there. It's, uh, it's pretty spacious, too to be able to generally grab a seat, especially when it gets warmer. But it's pretty cool to see. I would have thought Seattle would have been higher ranked given how cold it is there and how coffee is popular there. But uh, who's the number one? I think the number one is Portland. So Portland's number one, number two is San Jose, number three is San Diego. Definitely didn't know about that or consider that. Denver I would make, make sense too. It's very, very cold there. And San Francisco certainly can make sense um, but you have other, these other places that are quite a bit distant away. So what do you think? What is your favorite coffee shop in San Jose or in the Bay Area? Uh, usually I, I stick with Phil's. Um, same idea. There's lots of shops throughout. It's really easy to order through their app. And you can usually never go wrong with their mint mojito. Um, if you have any questions about the Bay Area real estate market, feel free to leave in the comments below. If you want to go op over options together, I would be happy and love to go over a game plan. There's a lot of people that are trying to get out ahead of this wave. So as I, as I mentioned as a recap, don't be surprised you're going to hear layoffs. That's going to keep happening, especially as companies can get leaner and more efficient without really losing much. At the same time, because of that, you're seeing rates go down, which they have, and you're seeing for now, the stock market continue to hit record highs. And so for those that are still actively looking then, right, those people that are still working, which 80%, 90% of people are still within those companies, those are the people that are making moves because it's been a few years since people have been waiting. Call or text me 408-547-4590, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye now.